Well, this is a really great feast day today. It's the feast day of St. Matthew, the author of the traditional author of the first gospel. And he is, uh, by tradition, he's a, he was a tax collector before Jesus called him. And, uh, it's important to understand the position of the tax collectors in the Jewish society at that time. They were absolutely hated and despised because they were one of our own, but they were working for the Romans. They were working for the outsiders. They were working for the, for the bad guys. And, uh, and it is the case though that many of the tax, the Jewish tax collectors who were working for the, the Romans, uh, abused their power and they took more money from the people than they should have and put some in the pocket and all that kind of stuff. And the Romans didn't care, you know, as long as they got their, whatever the census or the tax was that they were looking to get. That's all they, that's all that really mattered to them. So if their underlings were abusing their own people, ah, no big deal. So the tax collectors really became this, uh, incredibly despised and hated group of people in Jewish society. And Matthew was one of them. Matthew was one of them. And, uh, I don't know, could, could it be, could it be the case that, you, you know, you could have an honest tax collector and Matthew was one of them? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe that was the case with him. He was the rare, honest tax collector. Um, or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was kind of a bad guy himself before Christ called him. Uh, it's possible. If that's the case, then he went through an incredible conversion uh, after his vocation, after his calling. Amazing uh, about change by, by God's grace. Um, for us... You know, what is the takeaway message for us? We look here in our gospel today and we see Jesus who's sitting with tax collectors and other sinners. So Christ is able to, of course, he calls sinners to conversion. You know, he doesn't come into the life of a sinner and say, you're fine just as you are. You know, you're, you're beautiful, you're great, even though you're totally living a sinful life. I love you just like you are. Stay that way. He's not, he doesn't do that. Uh, he calls him to conversion. But at the same time, though, it is important, really, it is important, and we've heard this before, that just like Christ is able to go out to the people on the margins and the despised and the hated and the outgroup, so also it's very, very important for us to be able to do that as Christians and not to have biases, you know. People in the in, in our in-group, whatever my in-group is, I defend my in-group at all expenses, no matter what, you know, we can do no wrong, you know, no self-correction. No, not needed here. You know, uh, people on the outside, they're the bad guys. They're the ones that have got something, some problems. You know, they got to get their act together, those jerks. We really can't have that bias. We can't, have, we can't be biased towards the in-group. We can't be, you know, in, in a favorable direction. We can't be biased towards the out-group in, a, in an unfavorable direction. But we've got to have uh, justice and charity and the same standards for everybody. And it's an essential part of the gospel. So here we have Matthew, who's, who's the evangelist. He writes the gospel. And in our psalm, we're talking about how the gospel's gone out to the ends of the world. Well, an essential part of the gospel is being able to go outside the boundaries of our in-group to identify with and to minister to those on, on the out-groups. Uh, I hope we have a, a great opportunity to do just that in a concrete fashion with this ministry, Family Promise. 
I hope it gets off the ground and running. Okay, it's still, you know, kind of the jury's still out on whether it's actually going to get up and running or not. Um, but uh, we'll speak about it this weekend. We're going to have a gentleman come in, uh, John Cook, who is uh, one of the representatives of, of this charity, Family Promise. He's going to come in and speak to us the first thing, uh, even before Mass really even starts. I'm going to give him the, the pulpit here, and before Mass even starts, he'll be able to talk to us about the program, and we'll have literature to pass out, and people can speak to him after Mass uh, if they want, if they got questions. And uh, so, you know, I really do hope that we respond well to this opportunity, and we've got the the necessary people step forward um, to volunteer and to, to make this thing actually work, because it's a really beautiful, concrete way of living out the gospel, going to the margins, going outside of the in-group to the out-group and ministering to the out-group is an essential part of the gospel. It's an essential part of the of the Christian witness. And, uh, you know, we wonder, you know, why are our churches closed and why are we dying? Well, here's, a, here's an opportunity to inject some life into our community um, and really... Uh, Give, give a good shot at this, at doing what really, as Christians, we're supposed to do. So through the prayers of Matthew, who was an outsider, uh, but but uh, became ministered to by Christ and then turned around and did the same for others uh, through his prayers, may that be the case with us as well.